0: Welcome to the podcast, Meet My Potential, where Deepa chats with leaders around the world once a week or simply shares her insights. This podcast is for those who aspire to meet their highest inner potential. Each episode brings you one simple tool that you can apply at work or in life. Hello and welcome to the solo episode on why change is so hard. This is part two of a three part series. So if you haven't heard part one, please do go back and listen to part one, and then part two will make much more sense. Today, I'm going to share with you three more reasons why change is hard. So the third reason why change is hard is because rollouts and change management bodies fail to engage in a deeper dialogue with the people. Now, what does that mean, engage in a deeper dialogue? Well, before I talk about what is a deeper dialogue, I first want to talk about how this process actually happens. Management has a very clear vision. They have the right analytical data in front of them to make decisions. They see the capabilities, they see the future, and they make decisions based on the capabilities, the skill sets, the future, the vision, and the data they have in front of them. Now, this might be exactly the same kind of vision of change that the people want. And somehow, when this comes enforced top down, there is a very clear resistance. And the resistance happens because people are not treated like adults. Their opinions are not sought after, and they are not engaged in a dialogue. Very often, we see in organizations communication meetings where management meets different levels of people and holds communication meetings to share with them the change and the new way of working and people ask questions. And often we see that people ask the same questions, management gives the same response. And these question and answer sessions are somehow arguments, a way of one trying to convince the other and give reasons. What we need more of is dialogues. And if you heard one of my previous episodes where Paul Lawrence uh, talks about the role of dialogue in change, that's a fantastic episode. Paul Lawrence defines dialogue as a very particular type of conversation. He says, dialogue happens when you suspend judgment and contributions build on contributions and new insights emerge in a diverging kind of conversation. Now imagine yourself with your fists closed and imagine yourself having all your ideas within your fists and your fists are closed. Now, very often in conversations, We hold on to our ideas. We hold on to our opinions with our fists closed. We are afraid to open our palm to allow new ideas to come in or new opinions to come in in a fear of not going in the direction that one would like to go. It's the fear of going in a divergent direction that holds us back from having a deeper conversation, a richer conversation, where we will perhaps converge in a new kind of a way. And so my recommendation to you is number one, question your mental model that you're coming from. Are we coming from a mental model of, I know the answers, I have the opinions, things need to be done in in the way that I believe. The second one is be really, really curious of opinions, of judgments, of other people. And the third is, in any kind of dialogue, there's always an infinity loop between the self and the other. Remaining open and being curious does not mean that you go completely towards the space and towards the thinking patterns of the other person and lose ourself. It's an infinity loop that goes from the other to me. You can stay grounded and yet have your palm open to receive others Holding yourself and holding the needs of the other person. The fifth reason why change is hard is because we don't seek feedback. Now, you might say, Deepa, how is feedback relevant to change? As we saw in part one, adaptive processes are necessary part of your change timeline. That is, people's mindset needs to shift in order to make a technical change happen. And in order for people's mindset to shift, Very often, we believe or we come with a strong conviction that I know exactly what I need to change. For example, I had a coaching client and she said to me, Deepa, can you help me be more authentic? And I said, how do you know that's the change that you want? She said, I know myself very well and I know this is exactly what I need to change. I need to show up as a much more authentic person. I need to make presentations which are more authentic, where I'm more related to people, So help me be more authentic. And can you also give me some theater techniques so that I am looking into people's eyes, I'm connecting with people, and people can see through my emotions. Now, this is a very typical example of a client coming and telling me, hey, I've lost the key, and I've lost the key right under this tree. Can you bring your torchlight and help me find this key around this tree? Very often when clients tell me that, I say, well, listen, if you know that the key is here around the tree, all you need is a torchlight that you can go and get and you can find the key yourself Why do you need me. Very often consultants are hired and this is exactly a trap. So ask for feedback. As Bob Anderson says in one of my earlier podcasts, he says, people can see you with more precision than we ever knew. And if you can get feedback and harvest that, And build trust, you can shift pretty fast. There's a leadership culture survey, which gives you very clear and precise feedback in terms of your own leadership skills, where you need to grow, that will help you change, shift your mindset. So use feedback mechanisms like leadership culture survey, or very simply launch and ask questionnaire. Launch and ask questionnaire with three simple questions. The first one going: This is the goal that I want to achieve, X what do you think is my greatest single challenge to achieve this goal? Number two, what is the one behavior you think that I need to change? And question number three is, if there's one growth area that you'd like me to focus on, what would that be? I'll send this questionnaire out to at least 10 people. Make sure that it is anonymous. And that will be much more precise than you deciding for yourself the one thing that you need to change. We don't see the log in our own eye. And as we don't see the log in our own eye, we push ourselves in directions to change that are not so valuable. The sixth reason why change is hard, as we are trying to make the change ourselves, we reject the feedback that we receive. I've often heard these kind of statements like, nobody really understand me. You don't understand my situation. It is so hard. I need to be like this. I need to be tough. Otherwise, things won't happen. People around me are completely incapable. Or I need to be on top of things. Otherwise, things just won't work. Or I hear statements like, "Mm, I used to be that way, but that's not me anymore now. I have changed. Well, if you have changed, then why are we receiving this feedback? Even if one person in the team gives you a feedback and you believe you've changed, there's something to look there. Or sometimes I hear people say, well, all my strengths are correct, but those weaknesses, they are just not true. And uh, that's what I want to say. Well, if someone sees your strengths, mm, sometimes talking rationally does not help. Or the other message that I receive is, oh, these respondents, they don't like me. That's exactly why they said that. Can you give me the name of the person who gave, who gave that exact feedback? Well, my job makes me act this way and I really don't have a choice. Well, all of this could be right, but who cares? So we reject feedback. If only we can be compassionate enough. If only we can think of feedback as a gift, as a gift that is going to enhance our leadership ability, as a gift that is going to grow us. And as a gift that is going to help us to achieve and to be more peaceful, that will be the best thing that you can do for yourself. So I hope you will go out there and receive lots more gifts in this Christmas season. Feedback could be one of them. Hope you enjoyed the show and stay tuned to listen to part three of Why Change is So Hard See you around next week. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to know more how you can meet your potential, check out www.meetmypotential.com. That's www.meetmypotential.com. Join us again. And until then, stay cool.